Got 25 to 75 people in your company? Check out knowyourcompany.com, software that helps companies like Airbnb know their company better. It is the Chicago Verse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. Right on, man. Rich Jones. How you doing, man? I'm great. How are you? Good. Uh, man, just killer night talking to really incredible talent here. And same yeah. thing. Thank you for coming up, man. And thank you for coming back. You've been on the podcast once before. It's, it's, first off, man, this has been a really inspiring just like hour plus of just listening to some really oh, good. amazing insight. I mean, I know Brent. I know RTC. Yeah. I just met FemDot tonight, but it's it, 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 I'm really grateful I've had a chance to just listen to everything they've had to say. It's just it, really awesome. It blows me away. This is the highlight of my week. Like getting, to, I love that I'm in this position where I just, I just email people that I think are doing cool, creative work, and I say, will you come talk to me for 30 minutes on Sunday night? And then nine, of times, nine out of ten times they say yes, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is wild. Yeah. You know, I get to talk to all these people who I, I admire their work their work ethic, and I get to ask them, how is the sausage made? So, yeah, <laughs> so no complaints. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, man, we had you on last year, last summer, I want to say, for Pink Slip, right? It was around, around, around spring, right after that came out, yeah. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, we were doing it at Cards Against Humanity, and, and that was like a long-form interview, if I recall correctly. Yeah, we, we got into some things. Yeah, <laughs> we went deep. So, yeah. so, like I said, thank you for coming up tonight, man. It's you... Again, like from my perspective, uh, like, you know, just on social media, like talking to people around the scene, it feels like your stuff's really blowing up. Do you feel like that? Um, you know, it, it depends on the day, but I would say um, for the most part, it's been feeling pretty good to be at least recognized for what I've been doing. Um, you know, like I know last summer I was out in Las Vegas wrapping up my EP, which we just put out last month. And right. I woke up. To a tweet from Do Three One Two congratulating me for being the runner-up to Chance the Rapper, which is and they're in the Chicago Reader poll, which was amazing. I mean, wild, right? Here, well, here I am making like you know, pop music and kind of exploring this whole other medium, and then all of a sudden, out of left field comes this pretty massive recognition for you know what I've been doing you know since I started making music you know ten eleven years ago. So you know that that sort of moments like that, I'm just very grateful, very appreciative for just because you know. For all the for all those days where I, I wasn't you know feeling like that was a thing, then all of a sudden you get that you know. Right. So you know, I, I definitely would say it feels nice to be uh, appreciated and to, to you know at least know that that people are checking the records out. You know, as always, there's there's more work to be done in terms of really getting it out there and, and pushing it further. But you know, I'm I'm really feeling pretty happy and pretty positive about how things have been going so far. Dude, that's awesome. So I mean, because I I think that there was definitely a critical like response to pink slip but then with vegas like it's a different kind of energy i've seen like when you did the show a few weeks back i saw that event rsvp in my feed nonstop, and that's not something that you can like that's how you know like there's a real kind of response there because you see you know like and the audience on social media actually like you know hitting interested hitting attending like Mm -hmm. you know you can't game that really i i'd say if anything it was it was that that was very satisfying because i mean obviously aside from doing music i've been promoting (coughs) shows and you know curating shows for you know going on five years now and so i i would argue that this is kind of like a a crown jewel sort of moment where you 
you, I take everything that I've I've learned from you know years of of kind of doing this on a smaller platform and in, in smaller venues, and then you get to kind of weave it all together for one big thing, and to see it go so immensely well, both in terms of like you know selling out Lincoln Hall, but then also just which seeing, is huge. That's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, my my mother couldn't stop smiling. <laughs> she she heard her cheeks hurt. She was grinning so much. Um, you know, and of course, you know, my dad, he, he was just so proud. Um, you know, ha- having that room filled with such a diverse cast of people, too. You know, for, for me, it's always been about how can we bring in, you know, the different communities and put them all in one room. And I, I felt like I did a pretty good job of that in terms of, like, the artists that I booked. for. Who the was on the bill for that one again? Um, Sports Boyfriend, mm-hmm. Kaina and the Burns Twins. Yeah, that's right. Uh, L.A. Van Gogh, Kari, who I'd had the year previously for uh, the release show at Shuba's, which also went... Immensely well, and then some guy named Rich Jones who was uh, headlining. Some guy, um, yes, yeah, and that's—I mean—that's a killer lineup. I know that uh, our producer Audrey Sutherland, who works on Dynasty Podcast, uh, she was involved, in, like someone like helping with some of the promo and stuff as well. Definitely. Well, so. she—she—I'd I'd met her previously in the fall, and as we got closer to the show, it became obvious that you know, even though I'd organized the show, I had absolutely zero interest in doing a lot of like technical stuff day of because I got to get ready to, to kill it. You sure. Know? Um, and, you know, obviously my manager, Ben, um, who is a huge help, um, you know, in terms of, you know, both keeping my head in the game and then also with organizational stuff, you know, he's only one guy. So, you know, having having someone like Audrey to, to kind of hit up and be like, hey, you want to check into the game and do stage managing and kind of help with some of this auxiliary stuff was, was fantastic. Um, Audrey, you say like Ben's one person. Audrey is five people. That's no, no disrespect, but... Having worked with Audrey Sutherland and, and Ingrid Legends as well, man, like I'm I'm so in awe of my team and like I've worked with Audrey for three years and she is she's absolutely five people in one. Yeah. Like it's it's staggering the work ethic there. So I'm not surprised that that she was involved with something that had that much energy going on. Oh yeah, no, she, her motivation was was top notch. So so the Vegas show happened recently, what was that, January? January. January. Yeah. Okay. When did Vegas drop? Was that in January or that December? That was the same day. Okay, yeah. so it was right around then. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get into the backstory of this project. So it's post-Pink Slips, and you went to Vegas, Las Vegas, in summer 2016? No. Um, okay. Vegas began February 2015, the day oh, wow. after okay. the Super Bowl. I flew out there. Um, Chicago was under, like, a million feet of snow. Sure. I ended up, of course, having some boots on that had no snow seal or anything. So my, my by the time I get to the airplane, oh. I'm going, I'm taking off my boots at airport security, and I'm just sloshing around. And then you got the wet you know, socks. Oh yeah, wet socks. And I'm on, oh. I'm on the plane for like five hours, just like miserable. But then as soon as I got to Vegas, we got to my friend's apartment, and I brought an extra pair of shoes with me because then I wasn't going to be wearing boots the whole time. And I just threw them on his balcony and left them for ten days because I was like, I don't. What need a these. great metaphor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so you know that that was that was the 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 real motivator behind the trip is because he uh, Ryan Lofty. You know, we'd known each other since he was living out here. Right. Um, He's a Chicago musician. We had him on the podcast in 2014. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, we we been we'd been friendly. You know, since 2010, 2011, and. Um, you know, he was getting a lot of traction in commercial work, both in terms of getting yeah. placements on television and commercials. And, you know, I, we talked about working for a long time. And, um, you know, I think one thing that's been, you know, just the reality of, of doing this, this, this line of work is you have to find a way to make money. And, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm about to be 29 years old and I'm pot committed to this. This is what I love to do. But I mean, seeing 
money come from this is an important factor too and, and seeing different avenues of doing that whether it's organizing shows or songwriting or whatever there's a lot of different ways to, to make a buck and um, so you know I, I reached out to him and said look man like I, I've got nothing to lose right now and I'd really appreciate it if, if we could just give this a shot and what was so amazing was by the first day we'd already pretty much had a fully fleshed out record and at that point like we, it, it's crazy we, we did probably calendar wise less than two weeks worth of sessions but we were knocking out at least a song a day like fully That's produced because Ryan's a genius he can yes. just play any instrument um, he had fantastic songwriting tips to kind of you know you know get me in a, in a more of he's a, a guru oh 100% yeah. um, but but even so you know I, I think part of it was just he was just so much fun to work with because you know right. when, when things are going good man the words are just flying and I think you know, also with, with my background as an MC, you know, I know how to freestyle. So if I'm going to come up with a song, you know, I've, I knew how to figure out, like, if I'm, if I'm getting a writer's block, I'll just freestyle this out, whether it's with a melody or a flow or whatever. And then, you know, eventually pick the exact words I wanted. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what's just been so great is just this kind of, like, weird adventure to this, this place. Like, it wasn't like I was doing the, the stereotypical, we're going to go to Vegas and rage sort of vacation. Like, right. we'd, we'd be in his bunker studio for like you know 10 hours and then pop out to the el cortez which is like straight out of you know vegas vacation sure and you know sitting next to some what would jesus do you know looking person with, with the what would jesus do shirt and you know drinking free hennessy and playing penny slots for like an hour and be like all right break over let's go back it's a different um, kind of inspiration in las vegas i went to las vegas for the first time uh, a few years back, I don't remember exactly what calendar year it was, but I went for the EDM Biz Conference. And I don't know if it was that same summer or maybe the subsequent summer I went because South by Southwest was doing a short-lived kind of like inspirational version, like startup version of South by uh, in Vegas, like very conference-heavy, not music. Yeah. And, um, and so like I kind of like had a few years where I was going out there for conferences and then I was just like, I, I, I'm not going to even pretend that I'm going out for, com- for conferences. Like, I fell in love with the energy. It is a completely different animal, mm-hmm. and it's, I think, so inspiring out there. Definitely. And I think people have this, like, weird, like, they almost are kind of like, you know, like, Vegas is a dirty word. But, like, I don't know. It sounds like it worked really well for you. I mean, I, I think having a purpose while being out there and having something that was like way more tangible than let's go trick off a bunch of money and, and get wasted. I oh, think which, which is which very is easy to do. I mean, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> by all means, you know, if that's what you want to do, go crazy. But I think having, having, you know, a reason to be there, that was, that was kind of a different sort of pleasure. You know, making music is like super fun for me and having, you know, having the option to just completely tune out, you know, everything else that's going on in my life and just focus on one thing in that place specifically was just great, especially because, you know, um, is mostly was beautiful out the whole time. You know, oh, the, my God, yeah. The, the last time was brutal because it was like 118 degrees out. So that, that was a little much. I've but, been there um, on those days um, where my phone literally, my phone will come up with a screen and it's like, it basically says, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Like the phone's like, it is too hot for right. me to work. Turn me off or I'm going to die. Exactly. Which well, is wild. I've never seen the phone do that out of here. Well, I ended up getting to stay at this because I, I was the last trip out there. I, did, I didn't I couldn't really afford a hotel and right. I was going to just couch, you know, crash on the couch. And uh, it worked out that Ryan knew a guy who had a plug at this mansion that did Airbnbs. And they were like, yeah, we'll hook you up for free. And I ended up like it was like eleven dollars I spent because they wanted me to write a review on Airbnb. So it was like this place called Sixth and Franklin. 
Um, you know, it was great. So I spent like three nights there. And they, I mean, they had a big pool, which was fun. But, it, you know, I jumped around in that and it was like being in a big bathtub, you know, because again, 118 degrees. I'm going to have you tub. send me the link to this. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I'm already planning like hopefully two trips to Vegas this summer, man. So like I'm already sold on this yeah, whole I'll, thing. I'll definitely, I'll plug you with Ryan and with uh, with the 6th and Franklin people. They were super cool. It's actually the guy, I forget his, I think it's Joe is his name. Um one of the founders of Life is Beautiful. The oh, amazing. Podcast. So, you know, they, sure. you know, they really have been focused on bringing in um, talent from all over. You know, they, they want artists to be in this space. So, sure. You know, that was amazing. Um, so having done the sessions out in Vegas, like, was that, I guess, what kind of sparked, was it, was it Vegas, was it Ryan, was it all these things or something else? What sparked the the more pop sound of this Vegas record that, you know, wasn't as prevalent on your previous work? Um, I mean, I've always, I think, had a good sense, at, le- at least from, you know, from, like, my first project, Sweater Weather, on a good sense of hooks. And, right. you know, something that, you know, would be catchy and, you know, something people could sing to or at least, you know, recite back. And sure. in this situation, you know, the the edict was there will be no rapping. It's just going, right. it's just going to be this. So I think really being able to explore that genre in a very intense manner you know it was it was fantastic and I, I think it also really allowed me to tap into you know long-standing influences that had kind of been dormant in some capacity you know um you know my mother I, mean, I think I feel like I said this last time I was on like my mom when I was first showing her music when I was in high school she would just say to me you're holding back and I didn't understand what that meant because here, here I am writing, you know, all these bars and, you know, here I am thinking, what, I gave it everything. Right. But, you know, it, for her, you know, she, as, as a former musician herself, you know, she's thinking, no, like, big picture, like, what else could you add to this? So, like, um, I think being able to go to that place and really just, you know, tune out any sort of, like, previous leanings that I might have and really just go for uncharted territory with, with such a phenomenal, you know, kind of navigator to, to do it with. Oh, Ryan. sure, absolutely. Um, you know, because both of us are huge fans of, of pop music. And, you know, so, you know, some days we would just, you know, listen to, like, you know, records that we really liked and kind of think about what can we what can we borrow from these records to kind of make our own thing. Um, you know, so that, that was a lot of fun. Um, who are some of your, like, maybe guilty pleasure? Like, for me, mm-hmm. I unabashedly love pop. Mm-hmm. That terrible Machine Gun Kelly... Camilla, like I don't know her last name, but that's that song. That, that, that one terrible that's on right now. Yeah, See, I can't get down with that. That one, but that it's one like, actually makes me want to blow my head off. When I'm in a lift, I tell them to change the station off because that I just can't do it. And I'm not trying to pick on that song. Yeah. But there's so much music that I like objectively recognize is bad, and I love it. It's like eating cotton cotton candy for dinner. Yeah. It's like for you, like what are some of those pop? Influences where you're like, you know what? I just unabashedly get behind this. I I gotta tell you, I remember the first time I heard "Teenage Dream" by Katy Perry. Oh my god, it blew my fucking mind. I'm like, this is amazing. I, I started studying Katy Perry's writing format because her team is so they're great. They have a format. They do just enough different each time out to you but know it's have always it be exact, it is always consistent. I'd, I'd say like you know she's she's fantastic. Um, I really actually. And, and warming up to and, and respecting a lot of uh, Lady Gaga. Just oh my because, God, like, Gaga's I, a legend. For, for her, it's just like I, I think there's there's a certain earnestness and honestness to her stuff. You sure. Know, even though you know I I wasn't really really into her when I was in college or even when I was a little younger. But as I've gotten older and gotten to understand the craft a bit more of, of writing and all that, I I, I really like what she does because she is a musician. She is a true. Oh artist. my God, she's a beast, man. Um, she's like she's so heavy. She's so metal. Like I love Gaga. Like she. 
I saw her a few years back um, on like the Monster Ball tour or the Fame Ball or mm-hmm. Fame Monster. I don't. They all had like there was like five tours that had the same name. Um, Ball of Monsters. Right. It was like the Taco Bell menu. They just kept reorganizing the things, but it was it's but. Like, but I saw her maybe like 2010, 2012, somewhere in that space, yeah. and I was blown away. Yeah. I'm somebody who's seen Slayer, Black Sabbath, like you know Metallica, Marilyn Manson, and I was like, this is as heavy as any of those acts I could have named. Yeah, I, I saw her at Lollapalooza. I feel like around 2000. Right, it was maybe like a year later. Or something yeah, like that. yeah. Was, that was great. Um, yeah, I, I'd say though, like, like kind of maybe lesser known in this country, but um, my my hands down favorite of, of the pop music genre is Robin. Robin, Robin is like, she kills it. Yeah. I, I remember I remember I saw her at the Riv. Um this the concert had been canceled and then rescheduled for Valentine's Day and I, I went kind of on like a one off date with a with a friend and it was it was definitely an experience both in terms of the stage setup and then you know I just love uh, that body talk record was like her that, song that, that incredible. Ben 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 and our friend Matt <clears throat> they they were they were really hyping it up, and then it, it actually took uh, a breakup for me to really get into that record and really get into that music. I remember like walking home in the sludge at like when we used to get snow in Chicago back, back, back when back winter in existed in 10, 2011, and I'm I'm hammered coming home <laughs> at like two thousand you know coming home at like two a.m. and it's just this gray sludgy snow, but in my earbuds I have this like <clears> bright shimmery Swedish pop, and it just the, the contrast was just hilarious to me. I'm just yeah, like, here I am completely transported. And you know, meanwhile, pumping right sunshine into exam, your ears, yeah. You know, walking past the Y, like hello YMCA. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, and and I, I'd say some some of the some of the 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 pop stuff also comes just from um, you know, I, honestly, like the this the I know this is more Scotting, but like the specials and their hooks are sure. so amazing. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. You know, I know that's a bit older, and you know. Um, but it was actually it was awesome to see him at Riot Fest this year. That was great. That was, that was definitely like you know let's 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 check that off. You know, let's check that box in terms of like groups that I'm really glad I got a chance to to check out. That's amazing. Yeah. So the record's out now. It's called Vegas. You've done these amazing sessions in Las Vegas with Ryan Lofty. Like, what's on deck for you now that you have all this accomplishment under your belt? Like, what does this open up for you? What's on deck for 2017? I'm going back to Vegas tomorrow. Man, we're gonna make more records. Um, I. You know, I, I think in terms of, you know, my music, you know, I've got a project I've been working on with Walking Shoe, um, mm-hmm. who's an amazing producer and songwriter and vocalist in his own right, which I'm really excited about. We started that actually kind of inadvertently about six months after the Vegas project started in 2015. Um, and he's he's been super fun to work with. I'm, I'm excited to start getting those records out. Um, you know, I... I've got a lot of loose things that are, you know, they, they, I'm, I'm finally, I'm really glad Brent's here because Brent, Brent, like, we're all glad Brent's here. (laughs) He, uh, well, no, because I, he, he's, he's someone I've talked to a lot over the years when I was, wasn't feeling confident about putting my stuff out and I I just was so scared the reception wasn't going to be what it was going to be. But at the end of the day, you really can't fucking worry about it. So no, you just got to do your thing. Yeah. So I've got, I've got a lot of loose singles or like things that could be part of like smaller EPs that I think I'm going to start organizing and getting together. Um, I've got one song for sure that's coming out soon um, with the Burns twins and Beddoes, which I'm super pumped about, you know, that we're working with them, especially it's, it's interesting because, you know, they're, a full decade younger than me. <laughs> and that being said, you know, for as much as, you know, there were definitely some things I brought to the table, you know, in terms of my experience, but 
as far as I was concerned, working with, with Eddie on, on the record we're going to put out, you know, we were equals because his musical IQ is so off the charts. Um, yeah. That it, it just, it, was, it wasn't like on some, like, let me show you how it's done. No, it's like we're working together as peers. And, you know, so that, that to me had me super excited. Um, so, yeah, you know, kind of getting those records together. And then I think hitting the road, I'd like to, I'd like to start doing some shows outside of Chicago. You know, I've, I've done a lot here, and there's, you know, there's still things that I'd like to do. You know, someday maybe play the Metro. Maybe we'll play Talia Hall. That's the dream, In, man. Insert name of a bigger venue, and we're going to shoot for it. But I also know that, you know, there have, have songs will travel. So, you know, I'm hoping to do... Um, one-offs or like some smaller tours this year um, and you know I, I think what I think what's going to make that possible quite frankly is you know because I do put on events here it's it's easy to hit up my friends in other cities and be like hey can you put me on a show because I can reciprocate here you know whether that's all smiles at tonic room which is is turning five in April that's wild um super super wild especially considering that it began by me walking into tonic room and them not believing <laughs> my ID was my ID that's amazing um, to ask if I could if I could start doing shows so that you know um it's it's been it's been a journey but um yeah, you know, or, or whether it's you know working with I what what I honestly am, am really excited by in Chicago is like the the massive emergence of our DIY kind of art um, area sure. as a place to to showcase your music and to to you know do what you do. I, I think for me especially like considering that I have gone back and forth between you know the different genres. I'm doing a lot of blending. There's not a neat box for me to go into. I wouldn't necessarily you know. I, I don't know if you necessarily put me like with the underground heads that I grew up listening to or that I'm, I'm friendly with and respect or if you'd put me in with like some of the new class of like I'd say more fashion based you know sure um, types of artists I think I, I kind of exist in my own realm in that regard though I can easily float yeah, you and can... spend time in each um, absolutely you know, but I've I, I found in those, in those areas where people generally want to be entertained and genuinely want to be entertained that's where I've really found my people that that will support this i mean whether that's like going to places like shithole the comedy venue sure um or whether it's like messing with dojo and pilsen or ruck corp and bridgeport you know just right these, i saw you these, there at the van party exactly yeah. i mean you know van especially like you know those, those sorts of events the way that they bring together all of these people that are there to enjoy whatever has been put in front of them because they trust in the curation i think that that sort of thing if we can keep doing that that would be amazing. That would be incredible. And I think does nothing but help not only the hip hop community, but all of the musical communities. Because I mean, you know, you were saying with RTC, like things have changed. I remember what it was like to be a teenager listening to, you know, Mole Men or Gravel Records right. or, you know, EV Records. And that was underground. That. You had to go and find that stuff. You had to go find that stuff. But there was definitely a big, no one's fucking with us, so we have to fuck with us mentality. Right. And to see to see the shift now become where we are nationally respected in a very real and earnest way. In a lot of ways, I feel like excelling um, over a, a lot of the places that are creating music at the moment. I mean, hey, water's warm and, and there's talent everywhere, but I, it, it's nice to see us kind of, in a lot of ways, being the crown jewel of a lot of this creative shit. No, man, it's it's an incredible time for Chicago. We're seeing that. We're living it. Um, and, man, I'm so glad we got you up again tonight because the record's incredible. I love listening to it. I love pop. I love Vegas. It's an easy sell, and, and I, I'm always a fan of what you're doing. So, you know, you know this. We say this to everybody every week, but, like, the mic's always on. As you have new projects, like, you know, we'll continue this conversation, man. Course, Rich Jones, man. thank you for coming out, man. Dude, thank you so much for having me, Mr. Black. Absolutely, man. We'll, we'll, uh, as uh, an old family friend used to say, we'll do it again. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>
You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.